Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. PJ Glasser, Rob Brown with you on You Better, You Bet. And make sure you guys log in your BetMGM accounts and interact with this free-to-play game. Just pick an area of the strike zone and you receive a prize ranging from a MLB profit boost to a free bonus bet. Prizes must be used on MLB games and they expire in 24 hours. Download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com today. That's MLB Swing for the Fences. Great stuff there from our friends at BetMGM. And then also, make sure you guys get the BetQL NFL betting preview. If you're a seasoned better or just getting started, this guide is your ticket to maximizing success. Don't miss out. Grab your copy today when you sign up for a premium subscription. Download the BetQL app and visit BetQL.com today. Rob, that thing's amazing. The bet, the uh, BetQL NFL betting preview, they actually they ran 10,000 simulations on the entire season and they have the Falcons a 51% chance of making the playoffs. So uh, they like the Falcons, you know, to find out why you're going to have to get the premium subscription to BetQL, get the betting preview, but it's a lot of great stuff in there. They're higher on the Falcons than, than you or I are. We're just, we can't get there with Desmond Ritter. Listen, I want you to know, I've simulated the season on my copy of Madden one time and the Falcons didn't make it, but I'm going to go back. BetQL goes a little deeper in the paint on the analysis than Rob Brown does when he's had three or four bourbon and Cokes and he's playing Madden at two in the morning. So don't judge. Uh, Look, I don't think it's, I don't think it's wrong to buy in on Atlanta right now. Right. Uh, the, the, the problem, here's what the problem comes down to. And I think this is correct me if I'm wrong, PJ. I think this is what people are getting hooked into. They're looking at the NFC South from last year where you had a team winning at nine and eight and three teams within striking distance at eight and nine, right? Atlanta, Carolina, or New Orleans, any one of those team wins one more and they take that division away from Tampa Bay on their way out the door uh, or on Brady's way out the door. Except for, I look back at New Orleans and I can point out at least three games, including one, I want to say it was against the Giants, where if the defense doesn't just bog itself down with an incredible amount of injuries, They've got one or two more in the chamber. I look back at Carolina last year. I don't know how ex- how to explain to you how atrocious Matt Matt Rule goes to sleep at night, and when he says his nighttime prayers, he thanks the Lord for Urban Meyer because if it wasn't for Herb, he would have gone down as the worst coach of the last two years in the National Football League. So I think that people looked at Carolina in New Orleans last year and they think that's where those two teams are, and therefore Atlanta should have a leg up, and I don't think that's the case. I think both of those teams had some pretty ridiculous things happen to them last year, especially late in the season, that cost them a little bit. I should say Carolina early in the season, New Orleans late. Both of those teams are going to be dramatically better, and again, this is a quarterback league. If I ask you to power rank the quarterbacks in the order that you would start them this week for your team, Derek Carr, Bryce Young and Desmond Ritter, what order are you putting those guys in? Because I think if you're honest with yourself, you're not putting the Falcons at number one. 
No, I, I would agree with you. And uh, yeah, I agree with everything you said last segment. I think the Saints are the team to beat in that division. I think they have the best defense, and I think they have the best quarterback. Like you said, week one, I think Bryce is going to be a star. But Derek Carr, as of right now, is the guy that I would take. What about the NFC North division, Rob? This is a fascinating one because the Lions are favored, which is uh, something you rarely ever see. And they have big expectations. Vikings won 13 games last year. The Bears are obviously kind of the trendy pick. Every year in the NFL, it seems like we have a team go from worst to first. They finish worst, last in their division. And then the next year they go and finish and win the division. And then obviously the Packers, they move on from Aaron Rodgers. Jordan Love is going to be the guy. We've seen Fields in preseason. We didn't see him in this past game, but the week before we did, he had that screen pass to DJ Moore that got everybody excited. Jordan Love played the other day, looked pretty good, five for eight through for 84 yards. The Vikings obviously have the best receiver in football in Justin Jefferson. And then, you know, the Lions, I mean, they have all this talent, especially on offense. The defense should be better. I I like the Packers, Rob. I got to be honest with you. I still like the Packers in this division. Um, I think Jordan Love is going to be pretty good, but I like what is around Jordan Love. I like the running backs. I like Aaron Jones. I like A.J. Dillon. I like the young receivers with Dobbs and Watson. And I just think when you get a, when you get an organization, Rob, that, for so long has been like the team to beat in their division. And now people are kind of like knocking them and they have that underdog mentality. I I think that's, that's going to play well in that locker room. I think this is the first year we're going to actually see like what kind of coach Matt LaFleur is, because I don't think any of us really know what kind of coach he is. So I like green Bay. I think they win the division and, uh, and that would be my pick. Much like Atlanta with Desmond Ritter, the question is, do you trust Jordan Love, right? And the good news is, unlike some other quarterbacks that are getting tossed into the fire, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, hell to some degree Desmond Ritter, Jordan Love's had plenty of time to sit and watch and learn and grow and figure it out and put it together. And he gets to come in with the same amount of pressure on him as the rookies have, right? Like, I, I think there's a very low level of pressure because of what you said. There's a lot of skill in Green Bay around this team. And to me, the only thing that keeps Green Bay from winning this division likely is Jordan Love. That being said, I am really glad that Netflix quarterback documentary came out because as much crap as he gets, I'm kind of glad that the world is seeing Kirk Cousins in a little bit of a different light. I'm kind of tired of pretending like Kirk Cousins isn't a good quarterback. Now, I know he's had some primetime games where he's fallen apart on us, but you know what other quarterbacks have done that? Pretty much all of them at some point had a Monday Night Football game where they just didn't perform for one reason or the next. It's because it's a very regimented, disciplined position, and those primetime games take you out uh, of that regiment, out of that that discipline. I really like Minnesota. Uh, Justin Jefferson is going to, I think, explode. You want to talk about a good bet? I'd love to say, I don't know what it is off the top of my head, but Justin Jefferson as an offensive player of the year projection is not a bad one for me. Um, I'm I'm looking at Kirk Cousins' growth within the system itself. I think he's been phenomenal. The only question mark you have is, Without Dalvin Cook out of the backfield, can they do it? Uh, Adam Thielen, speak of the devil, down in Carolina now. Adam Thielen was 34 years old, y'all, right? Like, let's not, or 33, whatever he is. Adam Thielen's a really good chain mover, 
but I can find a rookie to be a chain mover. Like that's not as big of a loss. And frankly, I've told people in Charlotte, Adam Thielen's not as big of a gain for Carolina as they want to think that he is. He's not the receiver that's going to break open the offense for the Panthers. So I want to go Minnesota. My question is on the defensive side of the ball, right? Zadarius Smith, Patrick Peterson, they are both out as well. So uh, the good news is you brought in Brian Flores, a good defensive coordinator, a guy who knows the smoke and mirrors approach to kind of cover up your weak spots. We've seen him do that in the past. I I hate to lean favorite. I hate to go chalk, but like Detroit, is just fun. Dan Campbell is fun. He kind of threw us all around with that bite him on the kneecaps thing a couple of years ago, but his team has ate that mentality up. Uh, I really like it. Again, kind of the same as the, the Vikings here of can the difference be good? The difference is the Lions went out and improved their defense. They brought in Cameron Sutton. They brought in CJ Gardner-Johnson. They brought in Emmanuel Mosley. They actually brought in defenders as opposed to Minnesota who hemorrhaged them and that is the only reason I'm going to go with a slight lean to the plus 120 Lions. Don't you worry, though, Rob, with the Lions that they're an organization that they really haven't had much success, much like when Cleveland had that one year where everybody was expecting them to be great. They traded for Odell Beckham. Baker Mayfield was coming off a great rookie year, and then they just self-imploded, and that was a disaster. Like, Don't you worry with certain teams in sports, like certain organizations, when they have these high of expectations that they're just going to crumble? That would be my biggest issue with Detroit because I agree with you on paper. This is a team that should make the playoffs. This is a team that can win a game in the playoffs and maybe even contend in, in the NFC potentially. But I just I need to see golf put together two years in a row. And I just need to see the Lions play a season where they're the hunted instead of being the hunter. Like, people forget as great as the start of the season was, as great as the end of the season was last year, they started the season like 1-6, and 1-7. Like, they were a bad team to start the year until they got rolling. So, is that a concern with you with Detroit? Is just not being in this position very often? I heard that for a long time about my New Orleans Saints. And then... They went and they caught a guy by the name of Drew Brees out of San Diego. They brought in a a coordinator who had never been an HC before and Sean Payton. And everybody said, wait a minute, the Saints have never done it. Everybody's never done it before until they do. And it takes something different. It takes something special to put you over that line of now we can and now we will and now we do. And Dan Campbell, to me, kind of feels like the guy. Here's what I love about Detroit the best. I'm a big fan of the Eagles, the band, not Philadelphia. I can't stand anything about Philadelphia's sports scene. We'll come to that later. But the Eagles, the band, the beauty is in the simplicity, right? It's not complicated music. I'm a big music guy. Not complicated music by the Eagles, but they harmonize everything so well. They bring a lot of really simple things together, and it creates this beautiful, beautiful product. That's the Lions offense. They're just going to pound it. They're just going to run the ball. Just run the damn ball. They're going to run the ball. And when they start bringing you up, then Jared Goff gets to go to work, and you make it easy because now he's facing a lot of one-on-one on the outside. I love that offense. That offense will work in the NFL. Now, you're missing Jamal Murray. He's down in New Orleans now, and that does take a big back off of of the the Detroit roster that I kind of wonder how you adapt to that. But I like that this team, because they're not balanced. They're going to go 75% run, but when they turn Jared Goff loose, he's facing the most simple defensive backfields because everybody's got to play up in the box. I love an old-school Detroit feel. Dan Campbell has that old-school Detroit feel, 
and that roster has got the talent. So yes, I'm not saying I don't agree with what you're saying. I am saying everybody's bad until they're not. And I wonder if this is the year that Detroit is not. Yeah, no, and and that's a fair point. And again, a team that you're familiar with. Everybody was saying that Clemson was good at Clemsoning, right? Like that was that was the verb that we would all use until they finally got when it. When your name's so. a verb, things have gone really bad or really good. <laughs> this is true. This is true. So we'll see. Maybe this is the year for Detroit. I like their head coach a lot. I love their receivers. I like their backs. It's all about golf, though, and if that defense can improve on what they were last season. Hour one in the books. We still got three more hours to go here on You Better You Bet. Week zero of college football starts Saturday. Rob and I break that down next. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM.